theyeshiva.net. So I in test column two, Mishpatim, the end of the Maim Elysia Meshakela. Good morning, everybody, and Agad Chaydish. Freilich and Chaydish. So the words that were used in the Pasuk on which the Maimir was based, is based, is Hashem tells Moshe, and he gives over the Jewish, to give over the Jewish people, You should serve Hashem Alekechem, and he will bless your bread and your waters. And I will remove illness from your midst. There will not be a bereaved woman or an infertile woman in your land. The number of your days I will fill. So through the Maimir, he discussed this Pasuk, these two Pesukim, the end of Mishpat and Perik of Gimel, Pasuk Chav, Hey and Chavav, Exodus 23, verses 25-26, the way it's reflected in the Avoida, in the inner life of the Jew, going through the different steps of uh, dealing with the phenomenon which we would call Meshakela or Akara. Meshakela is when there are emotions, inspiration, but it's not lasting, it doesn't endure, it dies. Either it dies in utero or it dies after birth, but it doesn't last. And then there is Akara, the inability even, to develop the child spirit, the spiritual child, the spiritual uh, emotion or experience. He spoke about the need to go away from Artsecha, that I own these emotions, the need sometimes to create a keli, a kaisal bracha, which is hollow, which is open, the need to be able to rinse out that keli, kaisal bracha, tzarech hadacha. And finally, what Chana does, what is palul Chana al Hashem, connecting to that place which is even beyond from where there comes the real Bachai, real Bachai Sifka, and ultimately she's blessed with a child. Kupachoschana represents Knesset Israel when they don't have children, just like Leah represents Knesset Israel when they do. So he says, The Pasuk says about Avram Avinu in Chayesara. Uh, it's it's one fifty seven. I in test column two. Huh? Ah, uh, you mean those who say it after how long? That's what you mean. There's a meaning by some to say after how long? Huh? Yeah, That's what you mean. Some people say it after how long? So he says, Pirush, Zakin Zeshekana Chachma. Chazal says Zakin in Kedushin, Lamed Beis. When it says Zakin, Vadarta Pnei Zakin, Zakin is, it's a combination of two words. Zekan. Zeshekana, somebody who acquired wisdom. Vaamru, Al Pasik be Yeshishim Chachma, Shedaita Mesyashavis Aleihem. There's a mission at the end of Mesechis Kinim, Kinim Peri Gimel. That, uh, the Pasuk says in Eev, be a shishim chachma. In the elders, a yashish is an elder. In the elders, there is wisdom. So the Mishnah fa- makes the famous observation that zikne ame haaretz, 
kolzman shemas skinim daito mitarefes aleim. Zikneit talmidei chachamim kolzman shemas skinim daito misyasheves aleim. You have elders, ameyaretz. The older they get, the more they become their das becomes confused. Zikneit talmidei chachamim. The older they get, on the contrary, their das develops. It becomes more settled. That's what biyishishim chachma. That's the limo. The Mishnah says from the pasuk biyishishim in the elders there's chachma. So Avraham zaken is zaken zeshakana chachma, and it works together because on the contrary, the more zaken, the more biyishishim, the more the more the more there's chachma. They say a ma'isa b'derakatshava gone that uh, he was once at a meeting at Anasifa, and uh, with the rabbinic leaders and activists, and there was somebody there that Nekotchova uh, really did not uh, hold from his ideological perspectives and his approach. So they both had to speak at this Asifas. The question was, who's going to speak first? So the uh, Nekotchova... So he told the Rakachova, listen, you're from the Gaine Adar, you, you, you speak first. He says, no, 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 you, you, you speak first. He says, it's disrespectful for me to speak before you. He says, it'll be much better for the Jewish people if you speak first. So he was very flattered. He said, but why? He said, Pashat, Chazal say that Zikne Ame Haaretz, the older they get, the stupider they get. Zikne Talmud Chachamim, the older they get, the smarter they get. Every minute we delay your speech, your das becomes more and more metudif. <laughs> so the earlier you speak, the better it is. He says, by me, it's fine. I could wait. Maybe it'll even be better. Huh? <laughs> that's it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what the, that's, that, this is the source of the word. So what does this mean? So on a literal level, it means the das is meyushav, that's settled. There's a deeper meaning here. Avram Zakin, Avram excelled in this Nakud of Skenim Zesha Kanachma. Shatiya Vaida Bikvias of Bishavadas. It doesn't just say the Das develops, Mishavas. Mishavas means it sits well, it settles. The Avaida is Bikvias. There's a permanence, a Yushavadas, Yushavadas. You say I have to have Yushavadas means the Das has to sit, it has to be settled. In other words, it's 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 in a permanent fixed way. The person is not sometimes like this, sometimes like this, flimsy. Because in life, every day has a purpose. All the days have to be wholesome. It's not just every day has its purpose, every hour has its purpose. The days that were given to each person from heaven to live his or her life, even one hour was not given for waste, levatala. More than the sheer that they estimated what the person needs in order to fulfill their mission in this world, to complete his or her soul. So days are very different because every day is different. It has its unique opportunities, its unique blessings, sometimes its unique challenges. Huh? The menu. 
Manual. Ah, the menu, the menu. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, it's a question noted. Yeah, in other words, every, every, there's no such a thing, a day goes to waste, an hour goes to waste. Every day, whatever, whatever comes that day, this is essential to the person's life. Every, every single day, it says, Avram Zakin Baba Yamim, the Zayar asks, what does Baba Yamim mean? So we explain Baba Yamim means he came in days, but it already says Zakin. You say somebody came in days, it's like he's an old man. You know, he's been around the block, as they say in English. He came in days. He has a lot of days behind him. You know, he's not, uh, he's not a spring chicken, so to speak. But the Zoya says, what's the Baba Yamim? Says Zokin, he was old. Zokin means he's old. Says Baba Yamim, the Zoya Titus. He came with all of his days. <laughs> he showed up in life by Yamim. Not, he came in day, bays, in, in prefix of a bays could mean two things. In, Baba Yamim, he came in days, or bays could be with. Boy, he came by Yamim. With all of his days, because he was in all of his days. Every day was lived to the fullest. So he came with all of his days. And every day he showed up fully. <laughs> now, the days are not the same. You can't compare Avram Avinu in one era to Avram Avinu in another era. He went through a lot. But whatever, whatever it was, he showed up. <coughs> Yeah, in other words, every moment is, is this doesn't mean every moment is the same. When he says every every moment has its unique uh, energy, its unique flavor, the unique energy that it brings forth. But he says a person has to know that there's nothing, not one day that was given Levatola, not one day that's a wasted. You say, you know, this day, this day was meaningless, or this year was meaningless. Another day or another year bites the dust, even another hour. And from this, a maskil, a perceptive person, or to contemplate, to be a master of cheshbon, which he doesn't mean here a mathematician or an accountant. But means a master of to be able to take stock of one's thoughts and words and actions every single day. Days are represented like their garments. You could look at time as a garment. Every day brings, it's like a different garment in which you dress yourself that day. It's like every day is a different, day is time, so it's hard to imagine that. But every day, he says, it's like a levush. That you dress yourself in that day, it's the unique framework that that day presents that you can now dress yourself in. And those are the levushim of Torah mitzvahs that a person learns or does every single day. And it's through these garments that happen every single day. It's not just I did it yesterday. Yesterday's levushim don't work for today because today is a unique day. So today has its special levush that I put on today. And it's a garment which allows one to receive Gilead Akus, the revelation of godliness and the love of Hashem and the awe of Hashem, which come from the Eretz El Yoyna, as he began in the beginning of the Maimer, from the higher earth, from the spiritual earth, just like our earth here provides us with all of the nutrients, uh, vegetables and fruits and food. 
and one one can oxygen, one can't live without the Eretz Tachtoyna. There's also the spiritual nutrients that come from the Eretz Elyona. How can I absorb it? A person needs a lavush to be able to absorb it. Like so when the sun is shining, you need a lavush to protect you in order to be able to access vitamin D in a way that doesn't harm you. So these lavushim, which every single day provides, allows a person to absorb it. With increased light. Even in a case where a person is learning the pshat of Torah, meaning Torah on a pshat level, and therefore, at the moment, he or she doesn't experience from this a revelation of Ava and Yira, but the truth is that the Torah is Erzarua. It's light that's planted in the higher earth, and from there it will grow, will produce Tzedakah Virav Chesed. Which, what does this mean? This means a tremendous amount of love on the Jewish souls to illuminate them through the levushim that every day offers. Every day has its levushim, the unique garments that you could put on that day through the avoid of that day, which ultimately allows the person to absorb from the Eretz Yeah, each moment. And that's why the Pasa continues, I'm going to fill the number of your days. What does it mean? The days themselves you have to take care of. In other words, every day is a special levush that you get to dress in, to put on, to dawn, that you have to do. But mispar yamecha, the number of the days, who oir that's the light in the days. The word mispar means number, but mispar comes from the word evan sapir, which is sapphire. The sapphire, the sapphire stone, which is a source of light. So he says, the days itself, you have to wear. You have to wear on you. Every day you have to wear fully. Go into that day. Dress yourself up with that day. Show up fully. But the light of the day, the Ersha Chayamim, that Amalek, the heaven tells the story. So the Zoya says, Pirish, Menarin They send off light and they radiate and they give nitzots, they, they give brightness like Sapirin, like the sapphires. Opchines misperze, this light, alaylam aloysoy. Shabbos, this I have to fill. That I will send forth light from the vegetative power in the earth of life. Eretz achayim. Eshalich lufna Hashem ba'artz achayim. The Eretz alyoyna toitzi aretz nefesh chaya. This is my promise that the light in the days I'm going to fill. Like the person doesn't own the avavir. This is the misper yamecha. The day itself, you have to live. You have to dress up in those levushim of Torah and mitzvahs. The oid of that, misper yamecha amalech. Right before that, he says also about the negative going away. I'm going to remove machala, illness from you. Pirush. What does this mean on a deeper level? Ha machala shenidbeka v'nishrusha b'kerbecha. 
could have said, I'll take away illness from you. He says, Mikirbecha. Mikirbecha literally means from your intestines, from your kravayim, from your inside, because he's speaking about something specific. He's speaking about the machala that's nidbak and nishrash. It's, it cleaved and it's entrenched inside of you. Bikirbech. What is this? This is what the Gemara says in Masechta Baba Basra. Dalad Mesu Be'etir Shalmachash. There's four people who died because of the snake. Yishai Avi David, Binyamin, Amram, Kolev. It's not regular names. Four people, as Rashi says there, the only reason they died was because of the Chetet Tzadas. That was the only reason they died. Hashem told, Moish, Hashem told Adam that after you eat from the tree of knowledge, it's going to bring a death sentence, even though he didn't die right away. So the Gemara says, that there's four people, Taka, the only reason they died was because of the snake. In other words, because of the Tzadas. So he says, Afapishem Tzadikim Gemurim. They were complete, wholesome Tzadikim. Mikal Makayim, Nishar Bamadayin, Ezeh Shemetz, Mizua Masanachash, Layachul Asirim Mikal Vakal. There remained in them something, a, a residue from the filth of the snake, which they could not get rid of. And therefore it affected even these people, even these four people who were obviously Tzadikim Gemurim. That's the whole point in the Gemara, that there was nothing else in them. Besides the filth that comes from the nachash, that's the machala mikir becha. There is the illness that's outside. Mikir becha means that even they, it was ingrained in them so deeply. So he says, machalam from the kirbecha. What is this? For who ikir nekudas klipas gases haruach shenasa beteva adam. What is this? It's the primary core of a, the clipper of the shell called Gasus Aruach, which is the unhealthy ego created by nature and ingrained in nature from the moment that Adam and Chava ate and consumed. He doesn't even say he ate because it represents an experience from that tree of knowledge, which the Torah calls Eight Sadas Tevera. The Eight Sadas, which is good and bad. Which Lechayda at the surface, when you're reading the story, it would seem like a wonderful thing to eat from that tree. The tree that can help you understand good and evil, right? Every parent Every healthy, functional parent, you'll ask them, what's the point of education? They'll tell you one of the first things, I want to teach my children right from wrong, good from bad. If they can have das, what's right, what's wrong, what's good for them, what's bad for them, you're already ahead of the game. <laughs> you're good to go. What about if you yourself can have das and toivira? It's like a wonderful thing to have das and toivira. <clears throat> but somehow this is considered... The downfall of existence, the downfall of human existence. <clears throat> so the Balatanya teaches the Hainu Shiroyes Atzmoy. What's the Eitzadas? He sees himself. Umakir <laughs> Chesroyna. 
and he recognizes his flaws. No, this is a bad thing. <laughs> so people hope they can, you hope people can recognize their chesedonis, no? Huh? It's what your wife is asking for for so many years. If you could just recognize your blind spots. Or on the contrary, he knows this is good. He knows kasroina means his void, what's missing. Kasroina here is not only flaws, it means he knows what's missing or he knows what's good. He knows this is ra. This is what I'm missing. And this is on the contrary, this is good for me. How does it all begin? It doesn't begin with eating it. It begins ha'isha kitoiva That's how it begins. Before eating it, there was something else. And he touches, that's the issue. The eating, the eating was just, uh, that was just, you know, the shirayim. You started to, you, you, you saw it, you already ate. The expression in Chumash is, Vateira Isha, the woman, Chava, saw, Kitoiva H. Lamaichel, that the eights is good to eat. It's a good thing to eat. It's appealing to the eyes. And it's also delicious for perception. These are all wonderful things. This is what people try to do their whole life. <laughs> you try to find what's good for you, what's pleasing, and what will increase perception. The toichel is the last thing. The first, Before eating, there was a whole experience. She saw that it's good to eat. She saw that it's a taiva leinayim. It's appealing to the eyes. It's a craving for the eyes. And she also saw that it's nechmad lahaskil. Nechmad means desirable, like we say, emes v'yatsi v'nochem v'kayim v'yosha v'nem v'o v'chove v'nechmad, right? It's desirable. It's a chemda. It's desirable for what? Lahaskil, for perception. This was Dei Tzadas. says, that's it. He sees himself. He recognized Recognize what's missing, knows that this is good, this is good for him. Toiva eats Lamaichel. No. Vizahu Shaidish Hazuama Umakir Lakala Taivas Vavedas. This is the source of all the Zuhama. Zuhama means um No taintedness. Tarnished, when a person is tarnished, zuama, it's like a, a filth. This is the shoirish, and he uses the word shoirish, the roots. The roots of the tree you don't see on the tree, but there's no tree without roots. This is the shoirish. It's the mucker. Again, mucker. Shoirish and mucker mean it's not necessarily what you're seeing, but it's the root and the source of all the taivas and all the avedas. Why? Because you're choosing it because it's good for you, or you're choosing that which is bad for you. Again, it seems very strange. This is what you want people to do, <laughs> to be boicher, that which is l'tayvo, that's l'ra. He says, no, so let's see, what would have been otherwise? He says, Before the chet sadas, the Pasuk says, they were without clothes, naked. Kedixiv. How do we see how important this is? Right after they eat, Hashem reaches out to Adam and says, Ayeka, where are you? And what's his first question to Adam right afterwards? The first question of Hashem is, after Ayeka, Who told you that you're naked? 
That was the key. He found out that he was naked. Because after they ate, their eyes opened. They knew they were naked. They created some chagura, uh, some belts for their body to cover themselves with ali ta'ena, with, with leaves of a fig tree. So Hashem's first question is, who told you you're naked? Does it mean that you ate from the tree that I told you not to eat from? And Adam gave the famous answer, it wasn't me, it was her. Which he's still saying. What do you want from me? I just eat what my wife appears in the kitchen and she puts on the plate and she points, you eat this, you don't eat this, this is healthy, this is what I eat. Chava said it has very good nutrients and therefore I ate it. What's the Nekuda here? Yes, an apple a day, huh? An apple a day. <laughs> you know why they were naked? They did not feel a hergish of chisarin or goodness for themselves. I'm missing, or now I'm not missing. I'm missing, I'm now filled. <laughs> they grasped the revelation of Elikus. This will be enough for somebody who understands. And that's the machala you have to get rid of. <laughs> that's the machala, mikirbecha. Mikirbecha. That's the machala inside. In other words, it's not, it's a different type of illness. It's the illness that's, that's mushrish, mudbek inside in the, in the, in the teva ha'adam. As he called it, Iker Nekudas Klipas Gasas Aruach, that was created in nature. It's not some, somebody did something. It's part of Teva Adam from the moment of Eitzadas. You understand what the Balatanya is saying here? Well, well finally you understand. Allah Mazak Sefashtesnasht. You dehe, you margish, you margish it. From experience? A car is there stuffed up, they have no emotion, no base of lad, and Mishakela is the emotions, the inspiration wanes. It dies. It dies. It's not really internalized. It's not real. It's it comes and goes. It's chitzonius. It's more uh, more external. It's not. It's an ishdurich gitan. It's not really authentic. So we want our emotions to be very very strong and powerful, but yet towards the top. He wants pnimis dika people, real people. Avodas Hashem is real. It's pnimis It's authentic. It's durich and durich. It's not you, 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 you pick up your eyes, you glaze, you make with your hands, and you, you know, you scream, Anna Hashem Shiana, and you. Fine. Not only, not only. So, Zion. Okay. You're right, maybe, yeah. You're right. You have a point, yeah. I'm saying not only, not only. The external has to follow the internal sometimes, not. The zog's good. The zog's good to the bottom. 
Du sagst gut. Du sagst allemal gut. So what's the condition that Alter Rebbe is describing here? Anybody is familiar with this condition? Seems like beautiful words that he is calling the Chetet Tzadas and the source of all the Taivas and Avedas. You know what's good for you, you know what's bad for you, you know what you're missing, you know what you're not missing. I mean, there's people who go to therapy for 40, 50 years to come to find out what they're missing, what they're not missing, what they need, right? To find out, some people describe optimal emotional health as knowing every moment what's good for you. And he calls it the Chetet Tzadas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even in the world itself of Havai, it's the Chet Eitzadas. Yeah. And what was before Eitzadas? Before Eitzadas is one word, they were naked, they were Arumim. And where did Hashem see the difference that somebody told you? Somebody told you you're naked. And that changed everything. We have a word in English, again, it seems like a very beautiful, it's called self-awareness. Self-awareness is something that people should strive for, we would think, right? And people do. A lot of people strive for it. Self-awareness. Awareness of, uh, of, if you can have self-awareness, right? If you can be aware why you get angry. If you can be aware why you're jealous. If you can be aware why you're lazy. If you can be aware why you're sad. If you can be aware of why you're in so much pain. If you can be aware why you feel lonely, right? Isn't that what so many people, especially sitting in this room, are striving for? And when the person gives you that awareness, it's like, ah, I'm a Now you could go work on it. Ah? And here it's like, this is Shoydish, Klippus, Gasus, Haruach, Mokr, Lechol, Ataivus, Vahavedus, and the Zuhama. People who mamish lack awareness, they like become zombies, emotional. And there's absolutely no no correction. There can't be any correction because there's not, not even like I said yesterday, there's no pchira. There's no das, there's no pchira. You don't even know about choices. Like you're stuck in the quagmire. But that's the subtlety of what's being communicated here. The tachlis of all self-awareness is to come to a place that's beyond self-awareness. Because after the Eitz Hadas, there is self-awareness. <laughs> That's the point of Eitz Hadas. There is self-awareness. I can't now take off all my clothes and say, guys, I'm pre-Eitz Hadas, right? I mean, there have been people who have done that, but it's not exactly pre-Eitz Hadas. It's, it's something else. We're wearing clothes. We're not not wearing clothes. Like you said before, every yom is a lavush. You're wearing clothes. The question is not of their self-awareness. The question is, of the self-awareness, where it's taking me. What it's to do, and what's its purpose, and what's its ultimate goal. Since the journey itself, it's, not, it's, not, it's more exciting to find whatever it okay. is. Yeah, I mean, there's, and there's levels, and what do I find? What, what, what is this condition that the Balatanya is talking about, called the Eitzadas? What is it? That the Chava saw that the tree is good for me to eat, it's pleasing for my eyes, and it's great for my perception. <laughs> That's the Chet Eitzadas. <laughs> What many people would call today a mitzvah, he's calling a chet. What people will call the ultimate enlightenment, he's calling the beginning of the downfall of, ex- of human existence. Why? Why is that? So the way I understand it is, it's so bekitzer, but the words are very, um, are very pointed, they're very loaded, is that 
שרויס עצמוי ומכר חסרוינוי איידיה שזה תאבלה. My question in life is how I'm feeling. How I'm feeling about this. I'm feeling good about this. I'm not feeling good about this. I like this. I don't like this. My conclusion may be right. My conclusion may be wrong. <laughs> it's almost irrelevant. It's not the software. It's the hardware. It's the context in which my life is operating. The information may be right. The information may be wrong. Even if the information is right, the backdrop, the context, which is containing the information, is completely defined by a concept that is essentially the source of all addiction. Why is it the source of all addiction? You knew I would get there at some point, right? So, you know, some of you know a lot of, some of you know a little bit about addiction. Some of you don't. Whenever you go to a recovery program or recovery meeting, so people will get up and say, I'm an addict, I'm an addict, I'm an addict, I'm an addict. And there's a community called the community of addicts in recovery. And they like have a separate stempel. Somebody who doesn't look at it, look, look, somebody who doesn't know about it looks at them and says, yeah, you know, these addicts who nebuch destroy their lives and Baruch Hashem, they'll do tshuva. What Alter Rebbe is telling us here is that there's no human being after the Eitz Adas who's not an addict. There's no such a thing. Yes, you may be a functional person. You're showing up to your children's birthday parties and to your daughter's weddings because you're not stoned in Atlantic City or Las Vegas. Baruch Hashem. Yes, you haven't destroyed your marriage and all your kids, so you're fun- so you're a functional addict. <laughs> or to put it a little more bluntly, you're an addict who knows how to cover it up very well. Because the Bstabalabatish Yid. Yeah, Balabatish, let's call it a Balabatish addict. Good. Baruch Hashem, you can dress up, you present yourself nicely. Yeah. So you say, who cares? Probably he's living a fine life because it's, it's, it's an, it's an akhuda, it's a shayrish. And in the world of truth, the shayrish is the most important thing. The manifestation of obviously is important. But the shayrish, he's talking here the pnimius of it. I know practically somebody who's living a functional life is very, very precious. No question. I'm not, uh, I don't mean to undermine that. But when you speak about the MS, there's addiction in every person. What is the soul of an addict? Now, you have to be an addict to answer this question. Anybody wants to tell me? What's the soul of an addict? What's the real neshama? Not, not talking about the alcohol, the gambling, the websites, the other, the other maizim toivim that he does. What's the neshama of it? <laughs> If, if Alter Rebbe had to describe an addict, what's the neshama, what's the pnimius, what's the atzmius of it, behind all the taivas, behind all the mishagasim? The search, the search. In a chanami, but you see that, you see that he knew, he knew a lot. <laughs> you wonder how many taivas there were in Liyajna when he said this, my man. First of all, the Eight Sahara has been around since the Eight Sadas. So, uh, Belarus also has, uh, <laughs> don't worry, Russia, Russia, Russia is Russia, Russia. 
Russia did well for itself in Taivas, don't worry. No, I understand. It's a different culture, of course. The 1700s in Lyajna was different. I understand. But the human condition is the human condition. <laughs> the human condition is the human condition. We need to know that we're doing good, though. We're really doing good. We? We, this is not an eviction center. This is a... Uh, uh, learning how to be, Speak for yourself. Um, Speak for yourself. <laughs> light, <laughs> love, and truth. Hope. Very good. You can add truth. Today you can add truth. Yeah. I, I, I don't mean to argue with you and your innocent and beautiful words. I would just say, you said this is not an addiction center, right? Yeah. I don't mind if it is an addiction center as long as we're aware of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's he trying to escape? Ah, you don't want us to substitute our additions for addiction to rubber work. The Nevi'im. Different Nevi'im, obviously different Madregas. They would, the Nevi'im would all take off their clothes, yeah. The Nevi'im would be, they would take off their clothes. There was a reason they took off their clothes. The Tanakh says the Nevi'im used to take off their clothes. They used to call them Meshugayim. You know that, right? Hagam Shal, they called them Meshugayim. Tanakh, a few times Nevi'im are called Meshugayim. Why? They used to push take off their clothes. And it's not that they took off their physical clothes. There's deeper clothes that they took off. It's called the clothes of survival, which he calls here Hergish Atzma. The feeling of self. The addict is trying to escape what's called self-consciousness. The feeling of self. Self-consciousness. I'm conscious of me. And that consciousness of me is driving him crazy because it's associated with a lot of pain. And he'll do anything to numb himself from that consciousness. He'll do anything. And tomorrow he needs much more because the numbing has to be more powerful and more intense. He's really trying to go back to pre Sadas. That's all he's looking for. He wants to undo Chava's and Adam's mistake. That's what he wants to do. He wants to go to a place of Arumim, of Mamish no clothes, and he'll do anything for it. And when he has that, for a few moments in his delusions and perceptions, he's a free man. What is he free of? He's free of the nagging self-consciousness that never allows him to be free. Now, some people will understand what I'm saying now, some don't. If you don't understand, Baruch Hashem, if you do, you understand. There's people who could never get out of themselves. Yeah. Let's say you come to a lecture, or you come to a chasana, a very good example. You come to a lecture, right? There's 2,000 people, and there's only a seat in the front. You ever had that feeling? So you have to walk through the aisle, right? What are you feeling when you're walking through the aisle? Huh? But he's looking at me. What else are you feeling, right? Could you even think about what's going on there? 
No, no, there's only one person existing in the world. It's me and everybody's looking at him. There's people that come to a chasana, they're dancing. Are you dancing at the wedding? I'm asking myself one question. Where do I fit in into life? How often do you ask that question? Where do I fit into life? Honestly, how often do you ask that question? So some people ask that question 24 hours a day, every single second, either consciously or almost consciously. I'm always positioning myself into life. I'm always putting myself here and there. The addict feels the pain of that. And because he feels the pain of that, he needs to run away from it. Because the pain is miserable. Just get me out of this self, of this experience of self-consciousness that is making me miserable. And I'll do anything for that. And when I can do it, people drink. And when they drink, they suddenly feel, I'm a chayef, they're good. Why is everybody an addict? Because we're all suffering from this. When I'm in life, instead of experiencing the heartbeat of life, I'm trying to find where I fit in into the heartbeat of life. So even if I'm asking the question, what's good for me? What's bad for me? It's essentially the condition of the Eitz Hadas. Well, why could Adam and Chava be naked before the Eitz Hadas? What was the problem? Because whenever you're not self-conscious, you don't have to wear clothes. When your one-year-old runs around Friday night, it could be a house filled with people, and he runs around without any levushim because the pamper fell off. Everybody says, he's so cute. <laughs> now, when your 14-year-old runs around the house like that, yeah, you call Chavedim, Hatzalah, Shoimrim, Mishamrim, Mizamrim, 911, Rabbi, why, why therapist, psychiatrist? Well, why don't you just look at him and say, he's so cute? <laughs> Oh, he's not cute anymore. Now he's, this is miserable. This is a danger to society. I'm, I'm losing this kid. Vasagashen. Vasagashen. Adam and Chava, before the Eitz Hadas, of course they could be naked. Why not? <laughs> they were just conduits. They were just conduits of the divine. What does he say? The beginning of the downfall of civilization is not negativity and immorality. It's that you start feeling yourself. Before that, they were healthy. You know why they were healthy? Because they didn't feel themselves. Now, the funny thing is that we're in therapy to feel ourselves. Because since your mother never let you feel yourself, and your father never let you feel yourself, and your school never let you feel yourself, you're going to the therapist to try to feel yourself. Right? Oh, 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 oh. But I can't not, because I'm after Eitzadas. Noyach, Noyach saw the marble. And what did Noyach decide to do after the marble? What did he do? Get drunk. He created a kiddush club. Why? Noyach said, look what self-awareness does. Let's get drunk. <laughs> no self-awareness. What was the problem? The problem is, once the Eitzadas happened, I can't take off my clothes and say I'm pre-Eitzadas. I have to work through my self-awareness and bring my self-awareness to a place that transcends self-awareness. So, uh, it's a different... Yeah, the Gemara says in Chulin, what's the source of Haman? Hamin ha'eitzazeh. 
Hamin. Who told you you're naked? Hamin. What's the connection? You found a source for Haman. Hamin. Because Purim is Ad Loyad, the Eitz Adas. That's the source of Hamina Eitz. And Purim, you have to go to Ad Loyad, the Binar Hamalabarach Mordech. Beyond Das. What's this beyond Das? So now Haman becomes a good guy? I'm Purim. So why are we celebrating Purim? The whole uh, statement of Rava that you have to get so intoxicated on Purim, it doesn't make sense. Well, the whole Purim is because Arur Haman. If, <laughs> the Pshat is Adelayyada ben Arur Haman. The difference of Arur Haman and Baruch Mardechai is not based on Eitz Hadas. Pshat Gassus Ruach, we say that Gaib is not somebody who's halt nishpazich, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Humility is not thinking less of yourself, it's thinking of yourself less. Because in real humility, you're actually a conduit for the divine. So you're much more powerful. <laughs> you're much more significant. We try to heal the eight sadas through methods of eight sadas, and it gets me more stuck. I have to work through the Eitz Hadas to be able to get to the Eitz Hachayim. Not to be able to stay there. What's the mistake of the addict? He's trying to escape himself. He wants to get out of himself. (laughs) He wants this out-of-body experience. He wants to become a prophet. But he doesn't do it. Because he's doing it through external stimuli that's false. What's the healing of it? The healing of it is not to go out of myself. To allow myself to grow above itself. To transcend myself. Not to escape myself. Not to go out of myself which is not going to last, but to transcend that. Today I'm okay, yesterday I'm not okay, today I'm okay, tomorrow I'm okay, I'll be okay, I won't be it explains most of addiction. I can't say all addiction. Chavayi about all addiction. Let's see again the few words that the Balatanya says. This is important to understand. It's on top of 158, yeah? Look how the wind blew in in honor of Rishchei Deshada. Shemich Deshada. Ma'abim B'Simcha. So he says, there's the Nekudos, you see the second line of the left column. I just want to read these few lines again. There's Nekudos, Klippos, Gasas, Haruach, Shenasa, Beteva, Ha'adam, Bechetoi, Me'ed, Sadas, Tevera. There's the Iker Nekuda, the main point, because there's manifestations of it. But the Iker Nekuda, the, the core, the seminal point of the Klippa, of the shell, the husk of Gasas, Haruach, and he calls Gasa Saruch here a klipa. Klipa means a shell, like the klipa of a peri, right? The husk of a fruit, the shell of a fruit. 
a banana or an orange or a walnut. So he calls gases haruach a klippa. And that's important because the definition of gases haruach, of arrogance, we usually don't call a klippa. Gases haruach is usually translated as pompousness or arrogance or gaiva or uh, haughtiness or a self-inflated ego. However you translate it, it's not, none of the translations are as good as the word gases haruach. But uh, literally, gases haruach means a thick spirit, a gas. Gas is, is uh, thick, not brute, dense, crass, uh, uh, coarse, coarse, yeah, gas, coarse is better, yeah. So gas, it's haruach, it's spirit, it's coarse. So he calls it all a clipper. Which is that just one word? All arrogance, all pompousness, all self-inflated egotism is really a shell. <laughs> Which means, what's a shell? A shell is protecting something. Right? Why, why does a fruit come with a shell? Mother Nature, God gave us the gift of food, and every fruit, it has its cover, its shell that really protects it. Some have <laughs> very thick shells, some are very thin shells, some are transparent, some are not. <clears throat> but many of them come with a clipper, whether it's the orange or the walnut. The clipper is there to protect it. But if you stick to the clipper, you never access it. You have to remove the clipper in order to access it. Because there's no access without it. That's why you're allowed to remove a banana pill on Shabbos. It's not called boirir. It's called accessing. <laughs> You want to access the banana. You're allowed to eat a banana on Shabbos. You're not separating the bad from the good. You're trying to get the banana. <laughs> the only way you can get to the orange or the banana is by removing the peel. Why is it not a problem of boirer? This is a sh- question in Allah. Chayda Shabbos boirer is also. And boirer is removing the bad from the good. It's not much what you're doing. You're taking over the peel. It's mixed with the orange and you're separating it. So you could say it's not mamish mixed, it covers it. Most important thing is it's accessing it. So when you're accessing it, you can have, you can get, you can get it, you can enjoy it. So he says, all gasa saruach is a clipper. I mean, it's always protecting something. That's what it's doing. It's protecting something. It's a shell. It's a husk. There's something inside there. There's always something much deeper inside. And you only when you can penetrate the clipper can you get through it. So those words are very, very important that to define Gasa Saruch as a clip. How did this happen? This was created in nature. In other words, it's not because you're unique. You're different than everybody. You're somehow lower than others. This is this is the human condition. It's what we call Tevaha Adam, the human condition. Where did this human condition come from? Is it essential? Is it ingrained? Is it eternal? She says, no. It came from the first aberration. Chet is an aberration. Which was Eitzadas Toivira. And that's why it's called Toivira. Why is it called Toivira? Good and evil. So he teaches the Hainu. Shiroyes atzbeu makir chesreinu yedeyesh is a Toivira. The eight represents knowledge of Toivira. No, that's a good thing. So he touches, he sees himself 
that's number one, and recognizes what's missing to, for him. Or the other side knows this is good. This is good for me. Or this is not good for me. So the first thing is Shiroyas Atzmoy. He sees himself, and therefore Makir Chesreina. The next step is he recognizes his void, what he's missing. There's a chesron, there's, there's something missing, there's a void. Yeah. Or saying, this is, this is good for me, I recognize there's, there's something I'm missing, this can fill it, this is good. And that's what happens. That's what happened with Chava. She looked at the tree and she said, this is good for me, this is pleasing, this is geschmack. A lot of adjectives in that pasuk about how good it is. That's why it says v'goymer. So this is the teva ha'adam that was created. Das toivera. What part das toivera? He teaches das knowledge of toivera is knowledge of the self and what the self may be missing, and therefore what could fill it. What's good for me? He says, And this is the shayrish of all zuama, of all distortion, of all uh, toxicity. The word zuama is toxicity. That's the word I was looking for. Zuama is toxicity. Toxins are called zuama that goes into the body. It's toxins. It's like dirt. It's the source of all toxicity. The source. You know, from a source come out a lot of stuff. It could be, but the source is this. You touch the source, the shayrish. This is the, the root of the tree. Umakar l'chal ha'tayvis v'aveis. Why? Because either he's choosing it for his tayva, for his ra. It can even be l'tayvasay or l'raasay, but that's the, that's the shayrish. What's the contrast? What else is there? <laughs> no, knowing. Knowing yourself, knowing this is good, this is bad, I mean, what else? So he said those few words, just Mamash, three lines, that Before that they were naked. Shem tells Adam, who told you you're naked? You must have eaten from the tree. Because they were not self-aware of any feeling of their chesaron even of their void, what they're missing, including clothes, including that I'm missing clothes, or toiva, la'atzmai, or something that's actually good for me, which is also, I'm self-aware, I'm missing something, and this can fill it. What, yeah? What were they, zombies, dead? No, Their awareness, there was a hasaga, hasaga means comprehension, there was an awareness of what the revelation there was a Gilui Alakust manifestation. They were manifesting godliness. Well, we're all Adam and Chavas. I mean, the genes of Adam and Chava is you and me and us. It's just a couple of years later, but uh, not so much. Yeah. yeah, the turtle says it happened fast. We have here the definition, the description of the birth of consciousness. Das 
There's awareness, consciousness, knowledge. Consciousness seems to be the ideal state. Awareness, truth, consciousness. People talk about developing a consciousness, expanding consciousness, getting in touch with consciousness. It's it's a big buzzword. In Hebrew they call it muda'ut, which is connected to das, right? Muda'ut is, is... an awareness, a sense of das, and then, and then there's das. We also define human consciousness as human, the human superiority over so many other creatures. At least our levels of consciousness or, or depth of consciousness, at least as much more, however you define consciousness, is the argument of, as you said, about animals and, and other creatures and other organisms, but certainly there's something about human consciousness that is is very deep, very powerful, very acute, very aware. Our ability to be conscious of ourselves, our others, to distinguish, to ask questions like where we come from, where we're going, what existence is made up of, which allowed humans to reach where they're reaching. A virus comes, (laughs) coronavirus comes, and people are not just victims, they ask a question. What is it? Where did it come from? What are its causes? How can we quarantine the situation? How can we stop it? This is, this is Moiser Ha'adam, as we say, Moiser Ha'adam in a behemoth. What is superior over the Adam, the behemoth. The animal also has his consciousness. The horse recognizes danger and also tries to avoid it according to his limited skill set of what the danger is and what they can avoid. So the this is all very complementary of the human experience, consciousness, das. Especially das of Torah and Ra. Torah says good and bad. You want your children to know good and bad. You also would like your children to know if they're naked, wouldn't you? Would anybody disagree? You would probably like your children to know when they're wearing clothes versus when they're not wearing clothes. Vaharaya, when your children don't know the difference, you'll probably be going to a lot of therapists to find out what to do. And trying to schlep him to therapy. These are all good things. But Alter Rebbe is saying, yeah, consciousness is a very good thing. <laughs> Das is a wonderful thing. Yeah. Their whole life, people want to search. He says, yeah, That's great. You could see yourself and recognize that you're missing something. Wow. It's like, okay, you're already ahead of the game. You could see yourself. You could look at yourself. You could be self-aware. Right? We. This is all... Say what people, so as I said, what people sometimes see as the purpose of life, he says, is the beginning of all toxicity. So this has to be understood very well. But the truth is, there's another dimension here. This is, we have to go one step deeper. Consciousness also 
suggests that we're disconnected from the thing that we are experiencing. Consciousness is the greatest blessing. (laughs) It's the greatest blessing in the world that we become familiar with. But essentially, it represents also a disconnection. A disconnection from the things we are conscious of. Because the mere fact that I'm conscious and aware of myself, distinct from my experiences and from others, means that there is a separation from the real experience. And let's discuss for a moment the natural universe. Not, not upset by human beings, not manipulated by human beings or, or defined by human beings. The natural universe. It's seamlessly connected to its purpose. In a seamless, extraordinary, symmetrical flow. If somebody looks and observes and studies, or just observes from the outside, the natural symmetry of nature, of the order of creation. Each cell in your body, there's around 40 or 50 trillion cells. You heard this number a few times. Uh, there's only room you heard this number. It's not million. 40 million is a lot. I don't know if you ever counted 40 million things. And it's not billion. 40 billion is also a couple of dollars. So they say. It's 40 trillion, it's close to 100 trillion. That itself is a machlaikas, right? 50 trillion, 100 trillion. (laughs) But each cell, each animal, every atom, every single atom, and every particle of the atom, you're dealing with numbers that we can't even fathom. Each component is part of a complex and incredible mosaic which complements each other and never ever wavers from its course. Never, you know, the Adam doesn't wake up in a bad mood and says, uh, why do I exist? Uh, I need, I really need therapy. I need a drug up my, uh, where, where can I go eat? Very good. I'm going to split today. I'm having a split personality day. Right. Until the Manhattan Project, of course, introduced that uh, consciousness into the atom, and the world was changed forever. We call it the atomic age. Yeah. Yeah. Al-Tarebbe has a mimer. He starts the mimer. Lahavin hatam, shekol habalei chayim, smechim, v'chol ha'ilonois v'hatzmachim smechim. We have in English a word called animal bliss. Yeah. Uh, but I'm talking about animal bliss, not ignorance. Yeah. Animals, again, I'm not talking about animals living in Los Angeles or New York around people. <laughs> okay, I know this in Los Angeles, there's therapists for dogs, but animals are not bored. Yeah. When you watch the puppy or the cat running around, the puppy is also thinking about something. But the question is not to piddle or not to piddle. That is the question. Or why didn't God create me a salamandra? But what is the meaning of existence? What should I be doing with my life? Am I self-actualized? Which brings me to really think about 
What a terrible mother I had. And my father Bechlal was never home. Absentee father, a crazy mother, an addictive mother, which explains why I am mamish a lost case and a victim, and I feel so lonely. We could project all of this on animals as far, I mean, I don't know what animals are thinking, so I can't tell you. But it's somehow not our instinct that this is what, this is what they're experienced. But it's not just animals. Vegetables, minerals, fruits, trees, bushes, shrubs. Yeah, you're right. You, you could apply it to little children, yeah? But little children become adults. <laughs> the animals remain animals and trees remain trees. And when you look at nature, you could learn from it. Look at the deer, look at the bushes, look at the shrubs, look at the rocks. And every tree knows exactly what to do. It has three purposes. Survival, propagation, and enhancing the environment. And it never wavers. The root will know exactly where to search to get its nutrients and water that it needs. It knows it's responsible to create a new generation. It will do whatever it has to do for that. And it is focused on doing what it has to do to enhance its environment, whether giving it oxygen or the other benefits we have from it. Humans, on the other hand, are conscious of themselves. We become aware. This awareness, says the Balatanya, essentially is the beginning of disconnection from our source. I analyze, I dissect, I want to understand, even if my conclusions are going to be actually very correct and moral and wholesome and even even holy. He doesn't say it's the it's a taiva and aved. It's the shayrish for all the taivas and avedas. It's the makar. It's the source. So what happens? Who am I is now not necessarily reflected in what I do or vice versa. What I do is not necessarily a reflection of who I am. Unlike the natural order where every single detail, every iota is accounted for and lives up to its purpose. It lives up to its raison d'etre. Yes, not by choice, not by voluntary choice. It's just a manifestation of the divine system. And it, it may be unaware of it or whatever, whatever level of awareness. I don't know if we know exactly yet what animals know, what animal. We know that the Navi says, Yeshaya tells the Jewish people, Yada shor koineyu vachamoyr evus ba'olav ami lo yada velohiz bainan. An ox knows who made it. An ox knows who bought it. And a donkey knows who owns its trough. But my, my nation does not know. Okay. That's amazing. So you could train a dolphin for 10 years. He's given fish 30 times a day. You take away the fish one time, he stops flipping. It's called clarity. <laughs> we got a fish once. Yeah, we're still flipping 50 years later. <laughs> That's really gambling addiction. They say they had a person had an early on big win where they saw some excitement. And that's it. You want to recapture the feeling of the excitement. Because I create reality in my mind. I create the reality in my own, my own awareness. So 
there was, uh, I think, the Chidusha Harim or Chidusha Harim used to say that the Chazal say that after davening you should eat past Shachris. You should eat. So he said, why? <laughs> why are you laughing? This is a reward. <laughs> so he said, Poshet. He says, you daven. And not, nothing happened. So Chazal said, at least be like a shayr. If davening can't get you anywhere, at least go to the trough and start eating. Because an animal knows, knows, knows its master. Okay, at least, at least that. <laughs> As a result of this, we have maladies that the natural order won't have, which is primarily called a neurosis. Neurosis. Person becomes Neurotic, and it's all a result of consciousness, anxiety, fear, insecurity, loneliness, aimlessness, a lack of purpose, internal stress, and a lack of wholesomeness, compartmentalization. Consciousness at its core, says the Alter Rebbe, is a state of disconnect. That's what it is at its core. It's a misalignment between being and the essence of being. There's the essence of being and there's the manifestation of being. And when they're misaligned, that's what consciousness represents. So yeah, I'm looking for the essence of being. You know why I'm looking for it? Because I'm not one with it. I'm trying to feel one with it. And the more I'm trying to feel one with it, the more it means I'm not one with it. Because if I'm one with it, I become it, and I'm not aware of being it. And the more aware, the less connected. So even spiritual awareness is really the source of all toxicity, because this means there's a disconnect between the oneness and my experience of it. The greatest obstacle to true life is experiencing life. Mm-hmm. I remember once, I was a young bacher. It was a big rav. He came to see the Lubavitcher Rebbe and he said, Lubavitcher Rebbe, wie filterzich. In Yiddish, there's an expression, wie filterzich, which literally means, how do you feel? But the translation literally is, how are you feeling yourself? Wie filterzich. So he said, without skipping a bit, he says, the shverat Hamal Gazak, my father-in-law once said, as mefilt zich is shenish gut. He said, how are you feeling yourself? If you're feeling yourself, and then he explained, uh, this is a beautiful metaphor, and it's so real. When is your body in the healthiest state? When you don't feel a thing. And the more healthy you are, the less you feel it. You know, after this great workout, you should feel your body everywhere, right? I'm not talking about there's an ache or something which represents that something is wrong. But like after this great workout and you're eating perfectly well and your food is mamash aligned mm-hmm. with, with your with your blood makeup and your chemistry, so your nutrition is perfectly aligned. In other words, your body is 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 optimal. It's up in the optimal level. And you walk around, there's a lightness. You don't feel anything. You should think if you're healthy, you feel it. It's like, <laughs> you feel. When you start feeling your head, what does it mean? It means you're having a migraine. And when you start feeling even your pinky, what does it mean? 
That means there's a, there's a scratch, there's a boo-boo, there's a cut. Your pinky was cut. And when you start feeling parts of your body, even if you don't feel pain, but you feel lethargic and heaviness, it means there's a disalignment. It's time to lose weight, it's time to get in control of your cholesterol, whatever it is, you'll discuss it with your local doctor. And when somebody is really sick, they feel, they feel, they just stop feeling it. So, in psychology and spirituality, it's exactly the same thing. The experience of it, I'm feeling God. I'm feeling great, wonderful, I'm awesome. Yeah, in a post Eitz it's Gewaldic. Essentially, that's the source of disconnection. Because what does a healthy body mean? A healthy body means a body that is a conduit for the soul. The electricity and the body are in completely, are completely synchronized so that the body is one with the soul and there is a seamless flow from the neshama through the guf. So the real guf is completely one with the neshama. That's health. That's health. The body, the mind, and the soul are completely one. There's a seamless flow of energy through the body. The body doesn't feel itself. When the body starts feeling itself, it means it's looking for connection because it's disconnected. It needs attention. Why do you need attention? Is there anybody here who doesn't need attention? Why do I need attention? The pinky saying, notice me, notice me. My me is crying. My me is struggling. My me is not healthy. Notice me. So, when my pinky is completely part of the, of the organism, it's part of the miracle, it doesn't say notice me. Because what makes it healthy is that there's no me to notice. Pre-Hadas or post-Hadas. So I practice says no subluxations, right? That that word I didn't know. No subluxations. Okay. Alignment. We have here a chiropractor, and he always says the tachlis is that the chius should go right from the brain and the central nervous system through the hundred billion nerve cells. Remember that number, huh? Down the spinal cord, out the nerves into the whole organism. And they become part of all. So you say, well, one second, the pinky. No, give it ego. Give it identity. Come on. Yeah, break your pinky and you'll have, it'll have identity. <laughs> identity, the search for identity is the symptom of brokenness. You made a face. In the post-Eitzadas world, I search for identity because, yes, I am self-conscious. I also feel my body because <laughs> I have to lose weight. But we call it a chayli. We call it illness. In illness, I feel my body. That's the direct result of illness. In health, you will never feel it. I once asked a uh, great pianist I met once. We were schmoozing. He played in Carnegie Hall. Real musician, a soulful artist. So I asked him, how do you know that you're doing well? You're playing the piano. There's thousands of people. 
How do you know that it's Segate? Segate good, right? <laughs> so, of course, later you could find that if they invite you back, <laughs> if there was a standing ovation, right? And if there was no standing ovation, you're in therapy for two weeks. And he said, he said, how do I know that it's going well? And he gave the best answer and the truest answer. He says, when I'm not in a position to ask that question. The moment you're playing piano and you're asking that question, of course it's not going well. You're living in your mind. You're narrating the story of, you're like a video camera. You're not there. You know people who go on vacation with video cameras? They say, okay, let's go have fun. So they go out on a boat, right? And they're with a video camera. So they say, what are you doing? In a year from now, we're going to want to have memories. <laughs> they are the video camera, always. So some people are not with a physical video camera, but they're with a psychological video camera. You're not living life. You're videoing your life and you're playing it back. You, uh, whatever, the technology adjusts. Yeah, it adjusts to self-consciousness. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? I'm not present. Yeah. You had, you had a family event. You're videoing. I'm not present. I'm narrating the story to myself. Okay. I'm playing piano. They're watching. What do they feel? I'm very good. I think I'm excellent. <laughs> uh, I'm not good. No difference what the answer is. You're good. You're great. You're horrible. Even the feeling that you're great is toxic. <laughs> And it's going to lead next time to depression. Very good. Yeah, when the phone says searching, it means there's no flow, there's no service. We're searching for ourselves. Why is this so important? Because this means that the depth of the spiritual search is also a result of the Etzadas. Adam and Chava suddenly become aware of themselves in contrast to actually being themselves. What does it mean to be yourself? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't live before the Eitzadas. I'm trying to figure it out. But what, what does it mean? So those are his last two words in the Maimer. Mm-hmm. Being yourself means you're a living manifestation of the divine. The Balshamtiv says, "Gut is alt, alt is gut. All is divine, and you are a manifestation of the divine. That's what you. Are. That's what I am. <laughs> Where am I feeling myself? <laughs> Why should I feel myself? The moment I'm asking myself, am I spiritual? What do I need in life? What do I really want? Do I even believe in anything? Don't I? Am I happy? Am I sad? I'm happy. I'm sad. Now you say, so what we should? So we should stop thinking about these things." It's like say, oh, yes, let's take off our clothes. They don't have a problem when they're naked. What 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 is their what is their body? Why sh- why they're not? <laughs> you ever go to a sheep and you say you're naked? Put on a kapota. Huh? You ever tried? Put on a kapota. Put on a strimal. Put on a spodik. At least put on a, a baseball cap. It's not shot the sheep will look at you and argue with you. No, according to our our, our minig and shochanarich, you don't have to wear so many levushim. There's no, there's no awareness of absence, like in that baby running around the dining room without clothes. There's no awareness of absence. 
self-awareness, consciousness, and sexual self-awareness are all tied into each other. It's all the same thing. That's why Adam and Chava became aware that they were naked and they were embarrassed. They became ashamed of it. Because intimacy, sexuality, is the most powerful force in nature. It's responsible for continuity. And it exists in every single living organism. Trees have intimacy in their own way. There's the male flower and the female, and they have to get together in order to be pollinated and create a new generation. Hashem made that Zohar and Akeva exists on every level of creation. You have it in Atzillus, Zohar and Malchus. You have it in Bri, Yitzir, Asi. You have it in every, every, in the, you have it in the world of botany, of course, in every rodent and insect and animal and even fish and birds and humans. More complicated over there. But the, 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 the structure of atoms is also, is also, exists even in Doimim. But in Doimim, like in everything, it's not visible. We still have to figure out what's going on in Doimim. Yeah, the yin and the yang, there's, there's, there's male, female, there's mashpia, there's makabal, the different particles of an atom. It's all, it's a system of zohar and akeva. Everyone is in a marriage. <laughs> marriage is inherent to the way God made the world. There's relationships. And the relationships are complicated. And there's a system. The bee is in a beehive and the bee needs to eat. So the bee comes to the flower and the bee takes from the flower the nectar that he wants to feed himself. And the vila, he casts some pollen over the flower, right? He pollinates the seed, which is zera. He makes it fertile and it, it, it reproduces. That was a chuppah. That was, you just watched the Siddiquidushin over there. Yeah, there was no Sheva Brachas, you didn't have to pay the caterer 60,000 bucks. You weren't deliberating about the wedding for three months before. Is it a good Shiddach, not a good Shiddach? I like the Shvigah, let's go to premarital therapy, postmarital therapy. Right? Yalla! <laughs> that's true, that's true, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Something happens as a result. That awareness itself must be linked with that which transcends awareness. But you first have to identify this challenge before you identify the great glorious purpose. You're right. Every Yerida is Tzarech There's no, in Chassidus, there's no such a thing. The eight from the Eitz and we're doomed. That you'll have in, uh, that you don't never have in Chesidus. There's no such a thing. <laughs> if you're doomed, it means, ooh, now you can get to the truth, <laughs> right? <laughs> you learned enough to know that. And the more you doom, the better it is, of course. But it doesn't mean you're not doomed. <laughs> it just means, because if you, if you can't live with the, with the Chisorin, with the issue, you're not going to be able to heal. Denial, right, is never is never the way to deal with the Eitzadas. What's the difference between consciousness and self-consciousness? What's the difference? What's between consciousness and self-consciousness? What does it mean to be alive? I'm sorry for asking all these questions on a nice uh, Wednesday morning. What does it mean to be alive? What does it feel like to just exist, to just be? Did anybody ever have this feeling? What does it feel like to just exist, to just be? Huh? 
You don't feel anything, Rabbi Litzman. What does life feel like? What does living feel like? Rabbi Isaac, what does living feel like? The answer is, if you could feel life, something is wrong. We are always feeling life, at least some of us. That's our, that's our issue. <laughs> Right. But if I'm saying, I'm feeling, I think I'm feeling happy. <laughs> I think I'm feeling. Health doesn't have a sensation, as I said. Pain, illness, when things go wrong, they feel, they feel like something. When I'm breathing normally, when there's a regular heartbeat, I don't feel a sensation because I just am. The same is true in the mind. When the mind is really one with its purpose, this extraordinary complicated mind becomes a, a seamless conduit. So life means to be. Being has no sensations. It can experience a sensation, but on its own it just is. And as soon as I feel that I exist, I cease to truly exist. I became disconnected from existence the moment I feel that I exist. The more I'm aware of myself, the less I am myself. There is now a disalignment between the I and the me. And the more I'm in that place, the more I'm disaligned. So we are at our, our, our we are at our best when we are least aware of ourselves. The truest experience of life is when you're completely immersed in the experience to the extent that you cannot distinguish between you and the experience. Now, I don't want you to hear the wrong messages because people who have been abused in life, when they hear this, you know what they're hearing? You're a schmata. You're a nobody. Even thinking about yourself makes you such a loser. You understand? But that's only because myself is so shattered. Imagine, yeah? Imagine for that moment, this is not abuse. This is the self as infinity. And the self as infinity cannot be experienced because that actually means I'm taking myself and I'm quarantining and I'm putting it into a little box and I'm trying to figure it out. That's why he calls Gasa Sarua clipper. What's a clipper? It's a shell. All shells don't allow you to access yourself. This sense of self or arrogance is really an insecurity. It's basically looking for something that doesn't exist and desperately trying to make it exist and feeding it. Why? Because it lives in a shell. It lives in a clip. That's the clippers gasa saruach. And all shells means they're blocking. What are they blocking? All gasa saruach, which at its core is the sensation of self, is blocking me from me. It's blocking me from me. Now, I am always I. There's something beneath the clipper. The question is, can I be in, can, can I know the I or am I always disconnected from the I? There's something in, in, in the world of artists. It's called being in the zone. What does it mean you're in the zone? You're in the zone is you become one with the experience. You're a seamless channel for a higher energy that works through you. You're not detached from it. Imagine all your life activities were driven by your inner vision. You were never detached from the true essence of your life, ever. You will always fully, that's called presence. What does living, they talk about living in the moment. What does living in the moment mean? Real living in the moment means 
I am completely immersed. There's no, there's no, there's no detachment. Before Adam and Chava eat from the Eitz Hadas, Eitz Hadas is wonderful. You know good and evil. You know what's good. You know what's bad. It's wonderful. What were they? They were seamless beings. They were transparent vehicles of their soul's oneness with God. That's what they were. So there was complete symmetry between spirit and matter, between Ruchni and Gashmi, between heaven and earth, between form and function, between soul and body, between being and purpose, between existence and my manifestation of it in my daily life. They were seamless beings connected to their purpose. Therefore, they didn't feel self-conscious about their nakedness or their sexuality. The Shalah says, why should they feel shame? Do you feel shame when you expose your arm and you put on tefillin? What's the shame there? Every part of the body is sacred. There's no shame in any part of the body. (laughs) God didn't make mistakes. We don't have this Christian idea that certain parts of our body are evil, repulsive, grotesque. It's a horrible idea. It seeped into some uh, people's minds, uh, whatever. It's a separate issue. We spoke about it a few times. I got in trouble also. Huh? I'm saying it can be misconstrued. It can be misused. It can be misunderstood, of course. But but in essence, it's all a manifestation of the divine. <laughs> it's called the mitzvah of Pruervut, the first mitzvah of Torah. <laughs> there, there was nothing to be embarrassed about until... There was the Eitzadas. The Eitzadas created a whole new reality. When they ate from that tree, they became detached from their own essence. Suddenly, there's I and you. There's I and there's thou. There's a creature and there's a creator. There's a means and there's an end. And now I have to figure out the creator. So what's the first question Hashem asks Adam? Ayeka, where are you? Why is that the first question? Before the Eitzadas, there's no question. Where are you? It's a ridiculous question. You come into my office and I say, where are you in life? You wouldn't even understand it before they said us. What do you mean, where am I? Who's this I that you want to know about? This I is divine. And what makes it so powerful is that there's no I. Again, I'm going to say this. If you were abused as a child, it's very hard to hear this because what you're hearing is there's no I. And what do you hear? There's no I. Here he goes again telling me that I don't exist. You understand? This is a different type of non-existence. This is a non-existence that is the healthiest form of non-existence. It means you don't take yourself so seriously, not because you deserve to be abused and stepped on. You don't take yourself so seriously because you're healthy. Because you're in a very good place. People who are healthy emotionally don't take themselves so seriously. They don't have to. <laughs> they take the cause very seriously. The cause, the cause. There's people who don't take the cause seriously, but they take themselves seriously. There's people who don't take themselves seriously at all, but they take the cause seriously. The cause, truth, it makes all the difference. <laughs> Descartes said, I think, therefore I am, right? Dr. Rebbe would say, God thinks, therefore I am. I am a divine thought. That, that's what I am. And th- that's incredible. 
Or if you want to put it this way, I am, therefore I think. <laughs> Our problem is, I think, therefore I am. No, 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 no. I am, therefore I think. My thinking comes after my being. My being doesn't follow my thoughts. When you're self-conscious, your being follows your thoughts instead of your thoughts following your being. Did I just make sense? Yeah, yeah. pre Adas, yeah. I, I am, therefore I think. Now I think, therefore I am. And I have to figure out who I am. Oh, I think now I'm in a bad mood. Oh, I'm doing well. The world likes me. No, I'm very lonely. <laughs> and you know how often this, this is in your head? How, when does this stop? It ever stops? Unless you're drunk. Unless you're drunk, right? You understand why people get drunk? Or you're sleeping. And when you're sleeping, the dreams. <laughs> Just exaggerate this a little more. The mind, the mind was, the, <laughs> the mind was God's mind. <laughs> you learn Gemara, you'll see what the mind does before the Eitzah does. I mean, real Gemara. It, it was, it was, it was God's wisdom being manifested through the human mind. Of course, it's, it was, they weren't animals. When we, when I speak about animals, I don't mean it with the Chisarin, I mean it with the Maila. In theories of language, yeah. the child doesn't develop a sense of self. It's been a self-consciousness until they're able to move so When the mind is able to verbalize I to you, the sense of self moves. So the mind creates a class. It's a pre- pre-verbal mind. There's no Oiseus. Oiseus is creating it. Disconnect. Of course not. The serpent spoke. They're like, oh, wow, speech is interesting. It's just she gave it to him. The Nachar spoke. Because speech is really begins also with the... <laughs> practice, above wrong, practice. Practice. I know the language very well. It's very natural to me. Practice. Yeah, Vayoyim, you're right. Vayoyim Radom Zosapam, yeah. So what is, so, so now let's, so in conclusion, so self-awareness, he's saying, is also the conscious sense of separation. From whom? From me, <laughs> from God, from life, from reality. So self-awareness becomes synonymous with all guilt, all shame, especially sexual guilt and shame. Mom is synonymous with it. When I'm self-aware, it means there's an identity crisis because there's awareness. Before I eat from the tree of self-consciousness, they're shame-free. Why are they shame-free? Not because they're unscrupulous. Because there's intimacy with the oneness. After that, I get wrapped up in my own identity. You know, they say teenagers become very self-conscious. And what do teenagers do much of the day? Huh? Yeah, they look in the mirror. I want to ask you a question. When you open a family album, a group album, let's say you went on a trip with somebody, whose picture do you look for first? Why? Why don't you look for my picture first? <laughs> Why does everybody do this? <laughs> you look for your picture first. You, you don't know you exist. That's the answer. You don't know you exist. You're looking for proof. Oh, there's a picture of me. Hooray! Rabbi YY exists. I see a flyer. I look at my picture. 
Baruch Hashem, I exist. How would I know otherwise? I don't know otherwise. I have proof. Look, big picture. And the bigger the picture is, the better. The bigger the existence. That's not going to help. Then I'll go to therapy that I'm not sure I exist. (laughs) Taking away the picture, you're still in the same game. Don't you understand? It's an orbit. You could take away, it's not, you, you have to go out of that game. You have to go out of that, of that mindset. I am godlike. I am divine, if you haven't known, Aaron, right? But I inject it with the toxicity of self-consciousness. And the moment I do that, he said, it's the source for every taiva and every aveda. Everything just follows from that. From there to get to an Aveira is very far. It's not, but, but it's the source. Yeah, now we're post eight Sadas. Now, now, if I, now, if I'm a teenager and I'm doing things that I feel are not good. So now my self-consciousness is compounded with mountains of shame and mountains of guilt and mountains of secrecy from everything that's going on on my phone that nobody knows besides me. So now when I'm 26 or 31 or 42, there's like guilt from here to China, right? Much more serious than the virus. And the shame is from here to the Philippines. And it drives me deeper into my head, right? You ever watched these people? You're completely in my head. I'm further away from reality. I'm more and more, any event I'm in, I can't even be there. I can't even look at you. I'm in my head. I'm narrating my life to myself away and away from reality. I took the human condition from Eitz Adas and I exaggerated it and it became a titanic malady. All trauma, all trauma is basically our condition exaggerated, dramatized. It's just compounded. And I can't function like this. Why? You can't narrate your experience to yourself 24 hours a day. You want to be in the moment. You come to a chasana and you want, instead of, you ever see how people dance? (laughs) You could see two types of people, right? One person is narrating the experience. I'm at the chasana, what do I look like? Do I fit in? Don't I fit in? Does the chassan want me? Does he want to not dance with me? Should I go into the circle now? But it's going to look bad. But it's only family. But it's only for chashuva people. But I'm a pretty chashuva guy. But I don't think I'm a chashuva guy. But my mother told me I'm a chashuva. Yeah? You relate to this? Okay. What do you... You don't. What do you guys think? Should I go and... But what if what if he rejects me? What is all of this about? What is all of this all about? I'm not living... I am videotaping and I'm, I'm the narrator of my life. That's who I am. I'm not living. My eye is somewhere hidden away and basically I'm in the job of narration. That's what I do. I narrate my life. <laughs> I'm here, I'm there, I'm here, I'm there. Shear went well, the shear didn't go well. You think they liked it? You think they understood it? Should I give this? I think I should quit. I'm never doing this again. You ever have this one? I'm never doing this again. The common, the, even if you say I'm always doing it again, it's still, it's still in the same nakud. I'm just self-narrating. I'm further away from reality. I'm stuck in a cerebral mind game, which means my mind is completely alienated from itself. So now, if I'm very sensitive to this, I look for numbers. 
because I just want to forget about this narrating role in my life. I don't want to narrate my life. So I look for numbers. So I, I, I come into a family gathering. I can't be present. Some people, before they go into gatherings, Hanukkah parties or Purim parties, or whatever, they do other stuff because they're stuck in their head. And there's so much distraction, I can't function. Why do people take out their iPhones in the middle of meetings or middle of a shear? Why? In the middle of davening in the elevator? Why? You just took it out four seconds ago. <laughs> Trump didn't tweet you within the last, well, Trump maybe, but you didn't get the most important message in the last few seconds. Why, why am I doing this? What is going on? Huh? I'm trying to self-stimulate. I'm trying to self-stimulate. Present company is just, it's too hard for me. I, I always need that distraction. So that's why Noyach drinks and he becomes naked. He's trying to undo the first sin. The problem, of course, is that Noyach lives after the Eitz and getting drunk is not going to help. So the addict says, I'm going to get trashed. I'm going to get wrecked. That's his way of dealing with the Eitz I understand him. And for once... He has 10 minutes of serenity because he's wrecked and he's trashed and he's out of his own head and he feels alive. Nebach, he's more dead, but he feels alive. He can't function soberly. The only difference between me and the addict or some of us and the addict is that he just feels Eitz much more acutely and I don't. You understand? He feels it much worse, especially if there was abuse and dysfunction in his life. So addicts are spiritual canaries who feel the Eitz Hadas much more. And therefore they have to medicate themselves much more. So what do we need? Oh, wow. So what do we need? So that's why you have to learn chassidus every day. That's why you learn chassidus every single day. That's what you need. It's oxygen. It's oxygen for the Eitz Hadas. And there's nobody who's not part of the Eitz Hadas. We're all in it together. Some of us just manifest it in more acute ways because they're more aware of it. That's it. I told you, Dr. Tversky told me that addicts are the most spiritually sensitive. We need relief from our ego. But here's the deal. You can't get out of yourself. It doesn't work. You can eat. You can take drugs. You can go to websites. You can be on your phone all day. You can go to every website in the world. Yeah, as as a number, you can do exciting things. You can get in money, 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 or covered, or, or, or gambling, or whatever it is. But it doesn't work because you can't get out of yourself because you are yourself. We can't get out of ourselves. We need to get over ourselves. There's a big difference. You can't run away from yourself. You have to take yourself and lift it up to a place that's above yourself. You can't take yourself seriously. You have to embrace your humanity. That's why Adam is called Adam because he's Adama. Right? He's called Adam. Why? Adama. What does Adama mean? Dirt, dust, no offense, no offense to anybody. Have humility, embrace your humanity and get over yourself. Don't get out of yourself. Lift yourself up. When you stop taking yourself so seriously from a place of health, you can really be vulnerable with your humanity. You could look and, the Bible said, have real compassion. Compassion from a place of truth. On, on, yes, be, I could be very, 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 and be vulnerable with it. Yeah, the moment you become a demigod, you become detached from God. When you become vulnerable and real, you could, you could become more godlike. That's what's self-transcendence. Be lucid. Be sober. 
right? And realize the self-consciousness, have compassion for how human I am, <laughs> for how distracted I am, for how dis- how disconnected I am. And, and, and I could notice it and then say, but I want to be here. I want to be here now. I want to be aware without compulsions to distract. I don't want to retreat into my head. Don't retreat into your head. Don't become separate, different. You are one. You have to open yourself up to that. My mind will not let me do that because I have the trauma of the Eitzadas. But when I'm aware of that, I could feel compassion for it. And be aware of what I'm doing. And the moment you're aware of what you're doing, you can choose how to actually live your life. Okay, my friends. Go manifest oneness. Go manifest oneness. Huh? Thank you for the... I thought you'll give me a standing ovation today. No? After everything I explained, uh, you don't give a standing ovation? Okay, we'll deal with it. We'll deal with it. I think it's you could. If you wouldn't be able to get there, you wouldn't talk about it. <laughs> you hear what he says? He says, Chassidus is a number also. <laughs> it could be. Everything could be a number. Huh? Depends how you take it. The goal is to synchronize the two. Now I can go back. I don't have to go back. But I'm saying that in terms of Shiyat and Piyasana, it's easy to restore all Yidden to that state. Yeah. You came the right day. Um, the person who started chiropractic... In 1895, he said the purpose of the chiropractic adjustment is to unite the physical and man with the spiritual and man. Beautiful. Yeah, of course. Every year you did this for an aliyah. It's not, you don't go back to Priyat Sadas. Now you go to higher than Priyat Sadas. You understand? Priyat Sadas, there was a certain element of you were one. Now the Chiddush is that everything becomes one. Even self-consciousness becomes part of oneness. That's how much that's how. Uh, did Adam Arushan understood it before he ate? Three, three is the number? He probably understood it. That was the Yetzirah to eat. The Yetzirah to eat was? It was a kosher Yetzirah. Uh, yeah, of course. They didn't have an ugly Yetzirah. The, 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 yeah, the, 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 there's a, there's a, there's a mime from the Balatanya's grandson. Ashamed his grandfather, based on his grandfather, Titus, that he says it's, it's probably, I don't know if I ever saw such a deep word about the Eitzadas. That the Eitzadas was that Adam and Chavo were looking for Avas Hashem and Yiris Hashem. They were looking for the experience of God. Because they didn't have the experience of God. They were God. Huh? What? That's true. The Shoirish of every sin is you're looking for Ava and Yir. That's true. That's true. The Shoirish. But by Adam... What was their sin? They were looking for the Ava and the year, the experience. I want the experience. I want the video. I want the video of the chasana. You got married. No, no, no. I want the video of the wedding. <laughs> I want to sit on the couch, eat popcorn, and watch the video of the wedding. <laughs> you, you're married. What's that? That's nothing. I need the action. <laughs> the detachment. Also, the video you could cut, whatever is uncomfortable. 
You do the wedding in three minutes. Must have in six hours. Huh? The greatest people know what it means to be in the moment. In other words, this is it. It's not, why am I not in the moment? Because I'm waiting for the next moment when I'm going to talk about this moment. You know what I mean? I, I'm, but, but, but when you realize it's all Hashem, so what are you looking for? This is it. It's not going to get any better. <laughs> it's not going to get any better. This is where it's all at. You say, yeah, but I'm bored. What do you mean you're bored? Who's this you that's bored? The word I'm bored is the etzim of kfirah. It's the source of everything. Well, I'm bored. So, I mean, you don't know who you are. Don't you think you're bored? Does the sun ever look bored? Do you ever look at the sun? I'm bored. I'm bored. This is a stupid world. What am I doing? Huh? Kleinem is common of Pia Setzner. Once said, yeah. He feels he teaches, he teaches, nobody listens, nothing. Then he said he went out in the middle of the night, he was in a bad mood, and he looked at the moon. He said, it's five and a half thousand years, the moon never stopped, the moon never says, nobody's looking, nobody cares, I can't nacht, I'm here. <laughs> I decided I'll be like the moon. You have to shine. But that whole struggle, I'm bored, I'm bored, I'm lonely, they don't like me. It's all, yeah. It's the form of self-abuse that came from the... Okay. Huh? Boredom is like Hell It's like you forgot what you want. You forgot who you are. <laughs> You're trying to remember who you are. What do you mean? What do you mean I'm bored? What's this I that's bored? Who's this I that's bored? You're a manifestation of the divine. When I'm really me... There's no such thing bored. I'll wait till tomorrow, next year. Uh, this guy is boring. This day is a bad day. There's no such a thing. <laughs> this day is a bad day. Go tell the two-year-old, this day is a bad day. It's a boring day. It's not a boring day till we give them games. They're not bored. <laughs> they climb trees and they create worlds. They're not, those are things as bored. Adults, I'm sitting, what do I do with my life? Because I don't know who I am. Right? The sheep is not bored, the goat is not bored, the elephant is not bored, the bear is not bored, the lion is not bored. If you have to hunt, you hunt. If you gotta play with the cubs, you play with the cubs. <laughs> you hunt, you come back. That's the whole Barchinafshi. Today we're gonna say Barchinafshi. Barchinafshi is the seamless flow of nature. Hakfirim Shayagim Latar of Tizra Hashem. You ever really ever do Barchinafshi? We do it before Musaf. Moses has felt a good that Rabbi Yy was on. He was on. He was in the zone. So do it in English today. Do it in English. Barchinavshi is something to do in English. It's a beautiful chapter. All of science and one chapter of Tehillim. We're always, we're always pre and post together. We're always, always. You're always pre and you're always post. That's the point. It's a das is not a one-time event. It's a um, it's an ongoing moment. It's a choice every moment. No, no, listen to what I'm saying. Eitz hadas is a choice every moment. Right now, will I eat from the eitz hadas or not? It's it's every moment a choice. Like Moshe says, Will you choose life? Who, you don't have to tell anybody to choose life. You have to tell somebody to choose life, unless they're nebuch crazy, but that won't help to tell them. means, will you choose to become one with life? Will you choose Eitz HaChayim or Eitz HaDas? Will I choose the tree of detachment, which means the tree that leads to numbness, because it begins with self-awareness? Or will I touch the tree of transcendence? This is the truth of life. The Alter Rebbe reveals here the truth of life, the deepest truths of life. Of course, it's always a spectrum.
course. Depression and anxiety is the essence of Eitz Adas. That they got depressed. They got full guilt, shame. I'm a horrible person. I'm anxious. They shut down. God says, Ayeka, where are you? That question couldn't happen before. What do you mean, where are you? What do you mean? I'm nowhere. I'm you. I'm nowhere. But they became isolated, became lonely. There's now separation. And that's where Tzniyas comes in. You have to get dressed because you're self-aware of a body that is corruptible. Why does a woman have to get dressed? Why does a man have to get dressed? Why can't we just all walk around natural like in the zoo? And the answer is, right, they'll, they'll put you in cheirim or they'll institutionalize you. Why? Because there's isolation. We're, we live in isolation. Now we actually can go to prison because we now have or all this medicine that can put us back. Okay. But, but, right. So medication never does the trick. That's the point. Because medication is an escape of the self, not a transcendence of the self. That's what I was explaining. Noyach got drunk and he became naked. You know why? Al-Tarebbe says an unbelievable word. He wanted to go to Adam and Chava pre eight Sadas. They were naked. He was naked. But shame and Yafis understood that it's after eight Sadas. Becoming naked is not going to heal your condition because you're dealing with the symptoms, not with the core. You'll become naked, you'll become drunk, but tomorrow you're going to sober up and you'll be more in depression. So you got to deal with, you have to work through the self and find God in the self and connect self-consciousness to divine consciousness. And that's the essence of what Dr. Rapper tried to do in every mimer. Connect self-consciousness to divine consciousness. I just said it. Just came to me. You hear? We can't go away from self-consciousness. I'm self-conscious. Sorry, boys. If you haven't realized it. The only thing I can do is find God in my self-consciousness and then link self-consciousness to divine consciousness. And that's the, that's the wholesomeness of creation. Yeah, you have to. Yes. Getting drunk is not finding it in self-consciousness. It's running away from my pain. That's why, that's why he loved that posik. Mipsari echzelika. Okay. Yetzlaf mengein abyssal tzunigla. Yeah? Vos is oive. In a way. Well, they went to marriage therapy after it's Adas because Suddenly she says, I have needs, and he says, I have needs, and you have needs, and I have needs. You think we can bring this together? Suddenly there were a lot of needs. That's Ayeka. Ayeka means, where are you? Like, where are you in the world? Oh, I'm feeling horrible, God. Oh, really? I'm feeling naked. Hamin You must have eaten from the tree. Haman. Hamin is Haman, right? Haman. Eitzadas is Haman. What's Purim? Purim is Ad the Loyada. <laughs> to go to a place that's higher than Das. That's the connection to Masechta Megillah. Well, it says that right after Adam and Chava uh, ate, they felt shame. That's what it says. It's, it's a persecuting shame. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, they became aware, so they felt shame. They felt a busha. Before that, it says, It's <laughs> Because there was no self, there was no self-consciousness, so there was no shame. 
moment they uh, they, they ate from the eight sadas, they became self-aware. He wasn't how the Rebbe knew about pre-eight sadas consciousness. Apparently, there's some neshamas who didn't eat from the eight sadas, but then they wouldn't understand post-eight sadas. You have to be able to understand both. That's that's deeper. Yeah, the shamas that didn't eat, okay, so they're innocent. Meisoscha uh, <coughs> writes that uh, all the there's five senses. So the Torah says in Bereshis that Chava used all f- all the senses were involved in the Eitz Hadas because it says she saw the fruit. Right, like we learned, she saw the fruit, <clears throat> and uh, and it was a taiva le'inayim. That was that was a major part of it. So that was that was the ear. It's also the, the the snake spoke to her. He convinced her, right? She heard what the snake said. It also says that she vatikach. She took the fruit, so that means she touched it. And of course, she ate it, which is taste buds, and she gave it to her husband to eat. But there's no mention of smell. Interesting, no mention of smell. So he says that the chushareach was not affected by the etzadas. That's what the Gemara means in Brachas, that ezo davar is by. It's considered a, a, a soulful. Uh, a soulful enjoyment. He says, that's why Mitzayi Shabbos, when you go from the pre eight Sadas world to the post eight Sadas world, we smell, we make a bracha, that's like a link to, uh, so the Chusha Reach was not so, at least not so blemished, not so nevgam. He says, most of the sins, yeah, person, you could see with your eyes, you can hear with your ears, of course, tasting, touching, Says, but smelling. And I come the guy. The guy says, you know, I sit last night. I smelled. <laughs> I mean, if you try hard, you could sit with chusherech also, but uh, it's a different level, huh? They say that there was once uh, a chosid. So he brought the balatanya a gift, uh, a, a tabak, a, a, yeah, a tabak pushka, like snuff tobacco, snuff box. It was made out of gold. It was very beautiful. So he said, "So da ein aver in mensch was as nishkem bal taiva." And the first to say, "I'm stopping with taiva." There's one limb that's not a bal taiva, and you want to stuff it with taiva. So he, he separated the cover and he used it for his tefillin shal rosh. It's the nice. Ah. Oh the the. The pushkala, the yeah, yeah, yeah. It was silver. Yeah, it was, it was, it was pure silver. It was refined silver. I'll be able to smell. This class is brought to you by the yeshiva.net. Please help us continue the classes. Make even a small contribution at www.theyeshiva.net/slash/donate.